Lacey. Cameron. Just kidding, Cam. What's going on? Not much. You know, that reminds me of, I was going to text you the other day about this. There's a Christmas commercial with mm. a dude's name is Cam, and it's like. I feel like I've seen that. Yeah, it's like Cam can order this, that to get done, and then Cam's got more times for Christmas, Cam, or something. It was, it like, was weird. Yeah. Because I never hear my name on TV. <laughs> and I, I did see that. I did see that. But it's short for Cameron. Maybe. On TV. I doubt it's short for my name. Yeah. Let's see again. How you doing? I'm good. You How ma- was your. Married yet? Married. I don't know. You're the queen of surprises. I'm pretty sure you'd be at that wedding to to I mean, see you, that you might, you might have been an miracle happen. You might have been a, it might have been an elopement. I mean, if he's rich for sure, let's elope <laughs> that shit because I don't want you getting hit by a bus tomorrow without me being covered. True. But no. True. Okay. I'm not married. Um, either. what'd you do for Thanksgiving? I didn't do anything. I mean, like, did you cook? I cooked hibachi. I didn't even cook Thanksgiving dinner. I yeah, have German I did, relatives I, that don't ever make like normal Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, I usually do, but it was just me, and I was just like, I, I would have had you over then. Then it was just you. I mean, I knew you weren't going home, but I, I think last year you didn't go home, and you like went to someone's house around here, maybe. I had company. Well, then <laughs> I didn't. Know I had Thanksgiving home. company. Yeah, it was you know, but yeah, it was. It's I, I didn't feel like doing anything. It was just kind of like. Couldn't be by family, couldn't go home, blah, blah, And it was just like, you know what? Just just going to make it a regular day. And that's kind of what I did. Oh, a good friend of mine brought over a Thanksgiving plate for me, so I had Thanksgiving lunch the next day, and that was cool. But, yeah, I just didn't do it. How was yours? It's good. I made um turkey. Turkey? Turkey. And um, just basic fixings, mashed potatoes, green beans, uh, this jello thing we make every year. And then a pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie, and oh, and and rolls. So basic stuff, but it was still still good. Okay. Yeah. So it was nice. We um, wait. Did you mention cranberry sauce? Mm-mm. You don't do cranberry sauce. We'd never make it. Uh, uh-uh. I've never tried it actually. I'm sure my kids would love it, but it's, it's amazing. It adds this the sweet part. It sounds good, like tangy too. Yeah. yeah. What do you eat with it? Just you just like everything. Eat it? Yeah, it, it's it's the perfect complement to the turkey and the stuffing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna need you to get on that boat. <laughs> I was done cooking by 1:30. Okay. So we were able to eat at 1:30. So by like 2:15, everyone was in their own bedrooms taking naps. So that was real nice. By 2.15? Yeah. We oh, ate, and God. then we're, like, looking at each other, and we're like, I said, let's just get this stuff off the table so the dogs don't mess with it. Put it on the bar. I'm taking an hour nap. I'm going to set my clock, and all of us did. And then I got up, and I'm like, hell, yeah, it's only, like, 3.30. Um, ate a little bit more, and then we went outside and played some football on the street. So That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So it was nice. I feel like that's a, a nice little uh, um, tradition. Yeah. My son was like, unbelievable. I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, Fine. Were you, were you the official quarterback? I don't know what I was. I was just trying to not stub my finger. And my legs are so sore from leg day three days before that. That, uh, yeah. I'm like, if it's behind me, it's gone. <laughs> I'm not going back there. So my youngest would stay behind me and, like, retrieve anything that was beyond me. I got Because my son's a good thrower. So I'm like, you need to go way down there. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. But it was nice. That's cool. Got out of the house cool. a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen for Christmas. That's gonna be, that's gonna be weird. 
It's going to be very weird. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Well, on to the bullshit. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the What Happened Podcast. I am Karen. I am Lacey, and I'm pretty She's sure we already did this. No, we didn't. Well, you, not exactly that, but... Oh, this is the intro. Why are you messing up my intro? We weren't recording. Yes, we were. I was going to say, why are we talking about our Thanksgiving stories if we are not recording it? Okay, I got you. Never mind. We're good. We've only been doing this how long now? I'm just saying. 50. This is our 50th, right? 50th episode. Well, I've been rocking with us, and we appreciate you. Um, I'd say what growth we've come from the first one um, with, you know, our experiences, but yeah. I don't, yeah, I feel I like don't think that's We're in the same place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, if if this podcast was to, to assist us in our dating ventures, we have greatly failed. I think it's, I don't want to say hinder, because if it's the right person, it's not going to no, of course not. But it's definitely, I have not gotten dick pics since we begun this. Okay. Um, I'm not complaining about that. But I didn't get any titty pictures either, so I don't know. I think people are just afraid to be fucking weird because they need to be put on blast. Like, so thank you uh, for ciphering yourself out of there. Well, you can send me all the pictures you want. Me? Oh, I'm like. No, women. <laughs> like, well, you too, but women uh, in general. I don't, I'm, I don't discriminate, just discriminate when it comes to titties and boobs. I don't. So it's all good. I guess. Bang. So I'm just gonna put that out there. You're gonna get a hairy booty job. Oh no. Spreading cheeks for the fro. Watch. It's coming for you. you Why do you always make it weird? That's what I do. When I'm uncomfortable, I gotta make sure everyone else in the room is. Anyway. <laughs> we're back to talk to you today about This came to me while I was getting ready because I was struggling to figure out a topic. And it, it's boundaries and when to know to end it because of um, someone overstepping those boundaries. Um, I actually was relaxing last night. And something I used to do is, I guess, meditation, which I don't really meditate when I listen to the meditation, like on the Calm app. Mm-hmm. But I'll listen to it with headphones while I'm in the bath with candles when I'm mm-hmm, just trying to, like, mm-hmm. relax. You know, it's just... Something to listen to, I guess. It's a little it's yeah. calming, and they occasionally give good wisdom, but I'm not sitting there with my eyes closed <clears throat> doing the breathing thing because then I'm like, okay, hurry up. you know. So mm-hmm. they had um, a segment on there, a three-part, and it was sponsored by Bumble. So I'm like, I'm going to listen to this. And um, instead of like a, a normal meditation where it's like just breathing and occasional uh, voiceovers and take a big deep breath, it wasn't any of that annoying, like, kind of, like, weirdness. That stuff is horrible. It's horrible. I'm like, I can't deal with this. Yeah. Um, but it was a guy, and um, he was talking about the first part was uh, when you're meeting someone new, you know, how you tend to wear, like, rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, well, you need to actually break this down and look at the person Um as a person and not, like, what they look like to not be so, like, intimidated or, like, washed over by the fact that they actually suck if you actually would take like their physicalness out of that like Mm -hmm. they suck Mm -hmm. so that was interesting and the second round was boundaries and boundaries have been something that when someone says boundaries i'm like what does that mean like so broad 
I have boundaries, but it's, yeah, very broad. Yeah, but it's like I don't feel like I'm very good at establishing those boundaries at putting it out there. So then I feel bad when, when you I'm have like to enforce the boundaries, right? Because I'm like, I didn't give you a heads up. So I have a habit of yeah. giving people a second chance. So I'm like, this is not okay. So now that you know that. When in reality, it should have been right away like, okay, well, you've already done this. No go. And he put it in a certain way. He said that um, you need to be okay with saying no. Right. And I'm like, okay. So that's instead of sitting and saying like, this is my boundary, mm-hmm. you could say, you know, when they call you at 11 o'clock at night, you know, come over. No. Right. Would you want to? Of course. But you don't want to keep that as like a habit. And I don't want to be like feeling like I'm a booty call. So no. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Um, like when it, when it comes to boundaries, I feel like, yeah. Do you want to go into a relationship listing all your pet peeves and everything? Exactly. That you off? No, that's, I don't that's think crazy. So like, that, like you sound crazy. Yeah. Like, by the way, my ex did this, my ex did that. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like look, who wants to deal with somebody that's, just type up a list. Yeah, just give me a rule book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just just give me a rule book. And then they're kind of like and fake. You know what I'm saying? At that point, because they have like a, a, a notch up on how to, I don't know, make you like them even more without being a good person, how to pretend to be the person that you want, I guess. Right, right, right. But... My my thing is this. I, I think I'm in agreement with what he was, with, with what he was saying. Like, you... You just run the course of of the relationship when something happens that you feel disrespected, taken advantage of, or whatever the case may be, you have the conversation. Like, if it's something egregious and needs to be addressed accordingly, then you address it accordingly. But if it's something that someone just does naturally, like, I I don't know. Like, if we're talking about, like, stupid little things, like leaving dishes in the sink. And again, I'm talking about something insignificant, but some people are not good with dishes being left over the sink overnight. So that could be something that could trigger the other person. So that should be a conversation that's had, not a blow up. And I'm thinking as well, like even before you get to that stage where the person is leaving dishes, um, if you're like dating someone, maybe you're not, um, you know, exclusive yet, or that hasn't been spoken of. And they Mm -hmm. kind of like fall off the map Mm -hmm. for like a week or so. Not necessarily like ghosted. Like if you haven't tried to reach out either, but normally you hear from them. Right. And you know, they reach out to you all of a sudden like, okay, well, Oh, I didn't hear from you. So I figured, you know, you had something else going on and no, we can't hang out like last minute. Like what, what's, you know, so that's a boundary. Like I prefer you to not, be completely out of contact for a week, even if it, I'm not seeing every day, Yeah, but you know, every couple of days, Hey, check in or even saying check in these days, people are like, I'm going to with my mom. Yeah. But that's behavior correction. Yeah. You like, can't, if you're, if you don't ever say anything, then it's just going to keep happening. And they may be none the wiser to it until you like lose sure. your mind. And they're like, wow, you, you can't be, you can't be in your own head. And I, I understand that you don't want to kind of take off on every little thing that happens because, yeah, you, you don't want to do that either. But if something is bothering you, you have to find a way to 
express that it's bothering you. Mm-hmm. Or the other person might just, it doesn't always have to be a crossing of boundaries. Sometimes, like I said, someone might just do be doing something that they're naturally used to doing. And if they don't know that they're, they're affecting you in any way, they're going to continue to do that. So it needs to be addressed. Yeah. See, like for me, abandonment issues, of course. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, then I'm assuming the worst already. For sure. And I describe it, it's kind of like when you have a house plant and you go a week without watering it. Mm-hmm. It's probably getting dried up and shriveled. You know, you do it any longer. My rosemary is dying over there. Right. And you do it any longer and it might not be able to come back with a good watering. So right. You sprinkle some water every now and then that keeps it growing healthily. It's communication. And I know as much as I dislike having to like put that out there in like the nicest way I can, like I'm never like you did this. Like it's, I don't like this so that at least you have an idea that I would much prefer that you didn't do that Mm -hmm. because if you do it again and I've already told you that I don't like that Mm -hmm. and you we're like, I don't give a shit what you like, and this is what I'm going to do. And that yeah. by then I could be like, okay, well, you don't have any, you don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I told you what I don't like, and you did it again. Right, right. So if you let it keep going, and you just don't say anything, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's nice to hear. Like, just passive aggressiveness, which I've done as well. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm getting more I pissed and pissed and pissed, and they have no idea. <laughs> passive aggression is the best way for you to express that you were something without saying you were hurt because you're trying to administer the same hurt that you were given i know that was a mouthful but i think that's what it is like when you're passive aggressive about something you're you're letting the person know this bothered me but you're being a dick about it so they could feel the pain also that is you in a nutshell and you know what it's funny that you mentioned that that's true Mm -hmm. because i feel like okay common sense would tell you you probably if you like someone you shouldn't just leave them hanging for a week so I'm like, okay, I'm feeling like you don't give a shit. And now you're like, hey, I kind of give a shit. So I'm like, I want you around. So I'm going to let you know that I didn't like that. Right. And I want to let you know that it's not going to be all sunflowers and rainbows the next time you try to come back. Because, hey, I may not. you may reach out to me and I'm going to leave you hanging for three days and then be like, you know, I didn't like that. I'm literally going through that right now. Literally. I texted someone this morning because they fell off the map yesterday. And I got a, yeah. Like, did you make it home okay? Back to Ohio? Yeah. I was like, okie dokie. <laughs> you know, like, right on, cool. Uh, where I wanted to be like, it bothers me when you fall off the map as soon as you touch ground in Virginia again. Like, right. that is very um, there's telling. A, there's, there's a fine line because you want to make sure that your feelings are known, but you also don't want to be too much. Right. So then I, the person just responded, um, are you good? So I'm like, I could put, yeah, just like they yad me today and be passive aggressive, which that's what Lacey would typically do. Mm-hmm. I wait to the end of the day, but yeah, I'm not okay. But knowing that we already have communication issues, I'm going to wait, let the uh, sting marinate just a little bit yeah. to, to wear off. And yeah. when I finally get in my right mind later, mm-hmm. see me and I'll be like, like what I thought earlier in my head, you know, like it's telling that when you set foot on Virginia ground that you kind of fall off the map. Just saying that was mm. interesting. Like, but yeah, other other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. And then just take it from there. Yeah. So I know if you fucking fall off the map for another day, block. 
<laughs> like yeah, you fucking know. Yeah, one like once you once you establish your feelings on something, um, and it's known between the two of you, like this is my feeling towards this. No matter how insignificant it may be towards you, if I'm acknowledge if I'm asking you to acknowledge this, then it should be respected to some degree. And this or, is an and, sorry, but uh, this is yeah. an individual that's known me right. well for over three years. So it's not like we just met and I'm like, hey. You know, you can't be blowing me up. And then all of a sudden you're like, boop, land in Virginia and ghost. Right. Not cool. Like, right. you already know. You Ooh. already know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though our communication was shit. Um, so since, you know, we discussed our miscommunication, now when I reach out and then you yeah me and you ask me if I'm good, I'm not going to lie anymore. And I'm not going to pass aggressive like, yeah. So yeah. that you could feel the sting and be like, maybe she's, no, that's too much. I'm like, yeah. break it down for simpleton. I'm annoyed. Yeah, I'm not good. You This is what you did. Yeah. And again, at that point, you can acknowledge it or you can not acknowledge mm-hmm. it. So to the second part of what you were saying, so to, to, to kind of wrap up the, um, the, the boundaries part, like it's up to you to set your boundaries, whatever those boundaries may be. Um, but you also have to realize that when you're in a relationship, like your boundaries may have to shift depending on the other person. Like you could be like all about one thing, but that one thing doesn't work as far as a relationship goes. So there may be some things that you have to back off of. Like that's just how this whole thing works. There are, obviously there's some things that that is your thing. This is how you are and it's not changing. And that person has to accept that or not accept it. One thing that comes to mind with having to make adjustments is like um, for me, like right now, if I were to be dating someone new, um, my boundary is my children. Like you haven't met them yet. You don't interfere in in any of that. Mm -hmm. Like you could feel free to give your insights to me. But as far as like if you've just met them, like you are not to overstep your boundaries. Like you could correct something that you see with them as long as you know that I would be correcting them as well. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to step in and start changing things when I have a boundary. Like, yes, these are my kids. I'm molding them to the humans that I see fit. Yeah. However, if we do become serious and we are living together, mm-hmm. that's totally different. We're mm-hmm. going to have to have a family come to Jesus. Mm-hmm. These are what we are allowed to do and not do. Mm-hmm. I needed to, let them know the boundaries of uh, correcting them. Yep. And cause I don't want them to be like, Oh, you did this. And you know, start screaming and grounding them for something that I've been letting them do for years, for sure, for you sure. know? So it's like, but I also, I would never be like, you can't correct them at anything. Who the hell wants to be with some brats? You know what right. I mean? Like, no, I, I'm so glad you said that yeah. because that's the thing. That's the thing when you're, when you're entering a situation with uh, someone that has kids, they already have their way of parenting. Um, and you have to respect that. But on the flip side, like what if that way of them parenting doesn't coincide with your beliefs as a parent? And I've been there with someone that I'm, had a I'm child sure you have. and they were passive. And I remember distinctly, we had him, um, for the first extended period of time was, uh, one summer we got him mm-hmm. for the whole summer. And I had my boys as well for the whole summer, but the three of us, his child and him and I, we were at Walmart or something. And every little thing, I want that. Okay. 
you know, whatever. That's your money. That's your kid. Do you? Mm-hmm. And we're checking out at the store, and the kid starts having a meltdown. He was like six at this time, I believe. Okay. He's old enough to know what he's doing. He's very manipulative. Yeah. And he looked at me, and um, I said, you need to stop that. And he was like, no. And I'm like, no. We're standing here about to buy you toys. I was like, then you know what? You're not getting this. It was like a Frisbee or something because he kept, like, throwing it up. And people are around. I'm like, you can't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. So I put it down the checkout lane and his dad was like what are you doing i'm like he just told me that he's not going to stop messing with it he looked at me square in the face and said no you're not going to correct him on that being disrespectful and the fact that he's running around here in a store with his whatever he wants right and now you're going to override that be like oh no he still gets that oh we don't care how you act you get whatever you want yeah no and i was like are you freaking serious and again if that's how you want to parent how you want a parent but one of the right one (laughs) of the most fundamental parts of being in a relationship is how you address kids and how you parent and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so that was a key indicator for you to see it's not gonna work it was very clear yeah very very clear yeah so uh, even if you don't have kids if you intend on like having a serious relationship and you guys are living together and you see things progressing forward it's really important to talk about that as well, because if you do have kids, I mean, you know, like the boy's dad, we didn't have kids when we met, mm-hmm. and he's got a different way of parenting than what I do, which I'm fine with when we're not together. Dad's rules at his house is dad's rules. Mm-hmm. My rules are different. Mm-hmm. So when we were together, it was like he would go ham over something so dumb, mm-hmm. and then when something mattered to me, he didn't acknowledge it at all. Mm-hmm. So we are very different in that just was another reason for us to be like, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that with family, like what are the boundaries with, you know, your family infiltrating our home? You know, I've I've had a lot of mother-in-law, potential mother-in-law issues. Yeah. How do you see when we, if we are married, am I the number one woman or is your mother or are we equal? Like if we were head to head over something, who are you going to support? That's tough. That is tough. At the same time, if you think like biblically, which I'm not like a religious person, and when you're with a partner, that partner comes over your family and the children that you have together. That's moms, though. Moms was here before you. Moms will be here. Some moms abuse that Inevitably after you. But but see, that's 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 in you knowing. And being cognizant of the situation also. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, my my mom isn't like that at all. But I, I have seen situations where there are, you know, outside, you know, entering the relationship mm-hmm. and stuff like that where, you know, I mean, they don't want their their son to be taken away. And they it manifests in different ways. It might not even be anything that they're doing. Just in talking to some of my, my women friends. Like it may, oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it it may manifest in there. That is a thing. Like, but like, uh, yeah, like that's 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 that's, that's mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, and usually mom can do no wrong. Right. So, but when you're married, you're supposed to become one entity. You so are. That's you the, are. The first relationship so, that you should support. If your spouse is dead wrong on something, right? I mean, you got to work. But through see, it and talk but see, I've been in. Be like, I've been in situations where significant other would do things intentionally mm. because it would create 
the rift or maybe not necessarily do something, but be on a certain side of something just so that I would have to decide. Yeah, no, that's not healthy. And that's how you're going to get your feelings hurt too. Yeah. Because if it's something stupid and I know that's what you're doing, I'm not going to play that game with yeah. you. That's, that's probably why I'm single today. Like, that's, that's too many. That's pretty too good. Much. Yeah. yeah. But you got to know who you're creating a situation with. Um, but yeah, it's it's just all, a lot of it is just very juvenile and pride and all that stuff. And I, I just don't, I don't have time for that when I'm, if I'm actually trying to build something with you, I don't, I don't have time for the little games. So, um, but that's, mm-hmm. that's another good thing that you brought up as far as boundaries. How much do you allow like your family to be involved in your situation? Yeah. Um, and like your, your family could either make your situation or they could break your situation. Like boundaries is like, you can't, we have one fight. You can't run to your mom and tell everything because right. you're not running to her to tell her all the good. Right. She only hears the negative. Right. From so, one side. Right. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Like, you know, you should always have that person that you can talk to outside of your relationship that you can be perfectly honest with. I, I, I don't know who that person is. If it happens to your mo- be your mother, that's fine. But to your point, you have to be completely honest with, with her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and, there are some moms that are going to call you on your shit because they know you. Like, you're going to them with this horrible story. You're like, all right, but what did you do? Right. And my mom, I told her the thing with uh, what's-his-face's kid. And, you know, she was like, I know you. Like, you don't, like, you're not a kid person. She's like, he's an innocent little six-year-old. I was like, he's an asshole. <laughs> like, I have kids, too, and they can be assholes, but, like, they get reprimanded for that. Right. This kid is a, a free-range asshole. Yeah. Spend a day with them, then you maybe you would be on my side. But right, she kept right. me grounded for a lot of the time to be like, she's like, you can deal with it for the summer. I was like, I gotta. Then it came to like every single summer, I'm gonna fucking just have anxiety leading up to it. Like, great, yeah, great. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't do it. I'm like, we're done. Our engagement's over. Like, I cannot. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's like it's not your kid's fault. It's you. Like you're the one that's is yeah innocent child, but you're letting him live however the hell he wants to like, but that, you're not but that was but can you imagine if that didn't have if he didn't have a kid y'all would have probably had kids mm-hmm. and now you're faced in this situation where you're going to butt heads parenting yeah. a child that you had together mm-hmm. so i mean For i guess sure. i think that was the best scenario like you know, I've, I've been in situations where we've had preliminary conversations and we just knew, like, yeah, we don't fundamentally see that on the same level when it comes to parenting. Yep. And that that is up there. <laughs> like, if you list, like, top five things that you look for in it or that you evaluate when it comes to a significant other, mm-hmm. parenting should be in your top five. Yeah, because once you have a child, it's not just why they're kids. It's not just so they're 18 you're a parent forever and you're going to be providing guidance and then grandkids may come along. Yeah. Which is fun and all, but like your kid may be telling you boundaries, mom, I've had this talk before with other, with my other, you know, side of the grandparents with my kids. Like Mm -hmm. when I say they don't need to have McDonald's every day, I fucking mean it. Yeah. Don't give them McDonald's every day. Yeah. Yeah. What is happening here? Yeah. So when I say they need sunblock and I pack it and I get them back in their, Gabby? You can like Sebastian the crab. Yeah. Like, hello, you want the kids again? Do what I ask you to do. Yeah. So 
it's going to be so a never-ending thing. So you guys have to be on the same page to an extent, like or compromise because that will eat you up inside. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's it's all it's all a lot. It's all just just dealing with relationships. I've we've been saying for fifty episodes now, <laughs> relationships are a lot. It's a lot to keep. It's a lot. You gotta want to be with that person for it to work. Um, and compromise. It, it's been a recurring theme. Compromise is the number one thing. You have to be able to freaking compromise. Mm-hmm. And there's some things some people won't compromise on. And that's a, that's a thing. So I don't know. I just, um, I hate to be, I hate to feel like I'm in a position where like I'm being tested. And that's a lot of the, the boundary stuff also. Uh, as I said that, you know, fake scenarios would be just to see where I stood. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not the one to play that game with though, because I'm going to do exactly what you don't want me to do. And I think subconsciously you know? that's what they want you to do. So they can continue to have like that trauma right. and that stress and drama right. in the back of their head. Right. Yeah. Because if you thought forever, like you would never be on my side, I wouldn't be with you. So it's like, I know you're on my side and I want you to feed my ego, like for sure. Mm -hmm. Here's a little bit of drama. What are you going to do about it? And it's not the outcome that I wanted, Yeah. but I probably expected it. And now I can be like, oh, I can cause a whole issue about this now too. And it's constantly back and forth because if things are too good, that's scary too. Yeah, I'm not the one for that. I am so not the one for that. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I, I'll feed your ego as you don't ask for it. Thank you. Sense. Oh my God. I will, I will make sure that you know you're the most beautiful woman in the world, all of that stuff, as long as you're not looking for it. Mm-hmm. When you're looking for it and you're fishing for it and things like that, and this could be a toxic trait of mine. It could be. I, I'm willing to admit that, but I am just not good with that. I don't, know, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to correct it. I don't know if it needs correction. But I'm just not good with someone that's fishing for compliments or fishing for whatever little trinkets of my love or whatever that I, I'm just not, I'm not good with that. Yeah. No, nope. Just like my son, he's always like, you're welcome. Before I have a chance to say thank you for things, I'm like, if you would have gave me two minutes, I would have said it. He's like, oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, fuck it. Now I'm never going to say thank you. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing in a relationship. When you're sending me, you know, like, you're at the gym and you're sure. Cool. Like, for the 90th time, hard eye emoji or, oh, you're so hot. Like, you already know how I feel. Right. And when you're doing something unexpected is when, like, I'm most attracted to you and that I'm inclined to be, like, you know, when you're sitting there, like, reading for homework on Mm -hmm. your computer or you're, Mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about work or something that you're passionate about. Like, that's when I'm, like, sexy when you do this, you know, but... You're looking for it. I'm kind of like I will withhold that. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like that, but I don't. I don't know why I'm like it either. But I can't change. I can't change. I can't change. And you know what? That's who I am. That's who I am. Um, uh, and it's not like I don't like complimenting. I right. enjoy complimenting. And I'm not I trying want to like you make to... you like feel less. Yeah. By by not like constantly feeding your ego, but yeah, I don't want my ego fed all the time. If I have a question of whether you're into me or not, like. 
with you. That's true. I don't want to send a freaking selfie to get the attention of like someone that should already has already seen me naked for you know months or something like yeah unless you know you're out of town for work or whatever but I'd rather just show up to the door butt ass naked and get a you know face to face response and not well, like a text thing can't do that why but I see where you're going with that answer the door naked I'm saying not like oh oh I got you okay Whew. I'm like uh, you know, I'm not well, about that yeah you, you know, could do a trench coat exposure. thing though yeah see there you go there you go. Um, but yeah, we got to address, you got to remember they're watching us. So we got to address the camera. Sometimes I so, feel like yeah. So that being said, what you said, the second part was how do you go about the next step? If you feel like your boundaries are constantly being Tested, crossed, disrespected, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. It's not something, like, huge, like... Yeah. I cheated on you with your mom or something, but... (laughs) I Because I am a natural people pleaser, Mm -hmm. and I've been working on that mindfully this past year to, like, let up and let myself be first before, Mm -hmm. like, other people for people pleasing, like, as far as making... uh, Taking time out of what I'm doing to, like respond right away so they don't have like anxiety about it like i'm not about that life anymore right so to tell someone you've already said their boundary they broke that boundary again part of me is like i I don't i shouldn't have to repeat myself like i'm done you're you're done so it it does boil down to one what what happened like what what it was but two, it's like how many chances are you going to give them to keep doing it like if i'm telling you this is bothering me it doesn't even matter what it is at this point. Right now, I just feel like you're not acknowledging my feelings. So mm-hmm. it could be something stupid, but the bigger picture is you don't care enough to correct it or at least compromise in how we weigh this thing. So that's a bigger issue. Um, like I said, the dish thing. All right, the compromise could be, you know, throw everything in the dishwasher. I don't know. I'm just shooting off the hip at this point. But – can we at least acknowledge the thing that bothers me and work towards a solution here? If you're if you're in a situation where you're just being completely ignored and, and unacknowledged, then I just feel like you shouldn't be in that situation. Right. So I feel like in little things between the two of us, then, okay, that's how we kind of go about that. Now, you brought up the... the the parent of the significant other, which could be the mom, could be the dad. Most likely it's going to be the mom, but it depends on the scenario. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Because how how bad do you want this to work? Because usually once it's an issue, now it becomes an issue on both sides. Mm-hmm. And not you've just, got two relationship boundaries to deal with. And it feels like two against one right and um i've dealt with that and the way i had tied it all in because it was constant we have an issue he'd go tell mom and then mom eventually who like loved me in the beginning was just like i don't care for her which i couldn't understand why because when we would have issues it was not something that i provoked Mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm not saying i'm innocent but at the same time like we know how your son is right we had a good relationship so why 
what happened to that? Yeah. So I took it upon myself when I knew like our relationship was ending. Like literally I said, this is over. The engagement's over. I was out in my car because he said he wanted to come over and pack his things. And I'm like, I'm not going to be in the house because that's just going to like, why do I need to be there? Right. So I just went out. Um, I came home while he was still doing it. So I just sat out in my car yeah. and faced the other way and was, I called her and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It is just too much. Like I've never done anything to you mm-hmm. and the stress of that and the stress, like we couldn't even say that we were engaged because of so much back and forth on his end. Like I, I can't do it. And she's like, you know, I understand like he's a lot. I know how yeah. he is. I've known him for, you know, 30, whatever years. Mm-hmm. And she's like, maybe I'm done the line. You guys can get back together. And I was like, no, never going to yeah. happen. And she apologized. She's like, I'm sorry, you know, for what, he had put you and the boys mm-hmm. through because there was an incident where he, uh, I had to call the cops one night because he came home drunk and was like going insane. Yeah. And she got the side of, Oh, Lacey sent you, you know, to jail because you were out too late. You came home drunk. You didn't tell your mom that you were destroying the house. My kids were in there terrified in their bedroom locked up. Mm-hmm. You didn't, Say very, all very, that. very convenient rendition of the story. Right. There. So yeah. when, because uh, his lawyer was um, her brother-in-law. So she figured it out. And she was like, you know, I, I totally understand. Yeah. And I apologize. And that was very healing for me. Yeah. I'm like, this is the right thing. Yeah. His mother agrees. It's not like my mom who's always going to be like, yeah, if it's over, then it's over. You know, <laughs> you're, you gave birth to him and you're like, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you got to protect your peace. So sometimes, like, if I if we were married and there was a sense of animosity coming from um, the mom, you know, but you had, like, a decent relationship before. Like, we used to go out to lunch and stuff mm-hmm. before that. Yeah. I'm going to call you and be like, hey, you want to get together? Go out to lunch. And be like, what? I feel like something, some tension. Like, what is going on? Because right. you may not get the full story from your other half. Right. And then they'll be out there like, are you guys mad at me? But I, I, do, I like, I don't even understand. Like, I've had issues with exes. We've all had, but I, I would never want to paint them in a certain light in regards to how my parents or my family saw them. Like, I'm gonna let you make that bridge. Mm-hmm. So if if you're around them and stuff like that and you're acting your ass, then you're showing your ass. That's, that's <laughs> on you. They're going to, they're going to surmise their own perception of you. And I'm not going to be able to correct that because they see with their own eyes, mm-hmm. like you're, you're putting it out to them. So with that, so like just hearsay, like I seen you show your ass. Yes. Like, yes. So I'm never going to be, I'm like, I, I, I want you to be in a good light. So I'm not going to go to them with the negative stuff and stuff like that. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like I have friends that I can talk to yeah. about things and I can be completely honest with those friends and I could tell them like, all right, this is where I fucked up, but this, this isn't that. Like, you should have friends around there that are going to call you on your bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Not That's, the kind that are going to be like, I don't like her anyways. So, you know, if it's not for, like, if you know this person's never going to like right. who you're with seriously because right. they're taking, quote, time away from, you know, bros, 
I'm not going to tell you my issues because it's always going to be, you should just break up with them. Go be right. single with me. Like, right. I have those. Friends. That's a thing too. Yeah. It's definitely a thing. But I also have girlfriends that are like, you know, provide a different angle or, yeah. well, what do you think about this? You know, I am the devil's advocate friend. No, for sure. <laughs> like, you will tell me yeah. it's me yeah. or it's, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what are you still doing with this right. individual? Right. Like, without sugar I, I could never be that friend that's just going to tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're giving me the vibe that you just want me to tell you what, I'm like, then just don't talk to me about this anymore. Or you're going to ask. Like, I feel like you just want to tell you what you, know, you want right, to hear. Right, right. I'm not going like, to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely yeah. learned that about you, which yeah. is, yeah. is, I wouldn't want anyone to be any other way. Right. Including, like, my partner. Right. Call me, if I'm acting an ass out of pocket, Tell me about it. Don't yeah. just like, I don't know, like yeah. kind of being a bitch like a month later. Right, 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 right. Or if you assume a lot, a lot of stuff is assumptions, and it's based on like my tone of text. Like the other day, someone said "Good morning," and I said "Morning" with an N on the end and an apostrophe after, and they're like, "Oh, rough morning." I was like, "I was like, huh?" I thought they meant they had a rough morning. I was like, "Why is that?" And he was like. No, you said morning, all grumpy. I said, I said, I meant Grumpy. Yes. I said, no, I said morning with a twang. Look, people out there. Like, that's like happy twang. Like, morning. This this is, I need y'all to listen. (laughs) Text don't have tones unless they come with emojis. Yeah. If you, if he said, if you sent them a morning and it had like a rolling eyes face or something like that, then yes, you could get mad about that. But because your morning wasn't, as bright as he, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Just, but don't, don't assume, no, don't not. assume tone through text. Just, we gotta, we have to stop that. And I'm guilty of it too. Mm-hmm. We all do it, but we have to stop that. Like, even, even if followed up with, uh, you good? Like, that would have been okay. Like, morning, morning, uh, like, everything okay? Then, if they say they're okay, then they're okay. But right. just don't assume that they're a certain way because of a certain way they send a text. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. And it's like our communication is so polar opposite for me to be like, you know, morning. That's yeah. what I heard. But they heard. Yeah. Yes. If I went, I would have said me with like yeah. a like straight face emoji. Like, mm. yeah. But then they're like, rough morning, LOL. You're asking me if it was a rough morning. And I read it and I hear rough morning. You had a rough morning, right? So I'm like, "Why is that?" Right. Oh, so now the why com- did you now have a rough com- morning? Full, well, that's a punctuation problem right there because if they put the question, question mark, mark right after too. the rough morning, that whole thing would have been cleared up right away. Yeah, there was no exclamation there. So then yeah. I was like, "Why is that?" And he was like, "Oh, well, you said this," and I'm thinking I was gonna get a response like, "Oh, I had to get up early for this." And I'm just like, "See, right there, right there is like where our communication is like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah." I, sp- I sometimes I feel like it's like that with a lot of people, including with you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of it is me. I'm it a is. negative assumptioner. <laughs> but is. at the same time, like, I'm pretty clear with my responses. You're just not the best communicator, period. You're when you are texting, it's pretty clear. But if I get if I respond, it's going to be pretty clear. And if I don't know, like yesterday, you asked me ideas for topic and I was in the middle of my 
crying sesh with the fish tank and driving. <laughs> and so instead of being like, because I fucking, I'm not a texter. So I'm like, hey, drone, drone, drone. You're not a texter, drone, but drone, then drone. when I call you, you get weirded out. So I don't know what the fuck to do. I know. I'm, a sense, I I'm, a, I'm going to learn smoke signals and whiff them up to you. I'm I don't even know if that's I'd be like, oh, I can't see. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. you know, I was just like, ah, that comes to mind. Instead of being like, uh-huh. like nothing comes yeah. to mind right now. And yeah. I, I kept that in the back of my mind. Like, I don't want to leave him hanging. Yeah, no, and I appreciated so that. I'm going to so brainstorm. I, and then I sent that, and I didn't even explain beforehand. I'm just like, boundaries and when to end it. And you're like, book it. And I was, you know. And, that was, <laughs> like, and, and there we are. Yeah. By the yeah. way, that's how that's how we work on our topics, y'all. We just throw ideas back and forth. And we, we're, uh, we're letting you behind the curtain now. Behind the curtain. And I think it works because I wouldn't have even thought of that if I didn't come across that boundary meditation but, thing last so, night and it got me thinking. I'm like, huh. That, that's the other thing with how we do things. We don't, we don't force topics. Like, when, if we're talking about something, it's usually relatable to what we may be experiencing in our lives or something that we're going through or something a friend is going through or something like that mm-hmm. um, because it's real life. Like, one of the biggest feedbacks that I get about our podcast is that we are relatable. We're relatable because we're talking about the same bullshit that you all are going through. (laughs) So, you know, um, yeah. And I think that's what, I mean, otherwise, if it was just something like randomly picked, there's no passion behind that. There's no like personalization. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. So, yeah, I mean, again, back to, you know, breaking it off. Like, once you're at a point where you feel like you're disrespected or that person isn't going to change or they're not accepting of how you feel about things, then conversations need to be had. And if um, things don't change, then now we're talking about how we're going to split this thing up because you're not going to, you're not going to be happy. Your happiness may not be as, as um, important in that person's eyes when it comes to certain things, whatever the case may be, but you gotta, you gotta get out. If there's one thing that I've said um, on this podcast enough that life is, Life can be long, but it can be really short if you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. That's I it. Look back like, ah, damn. You, I don't want to ever look back and be like, God damn. I wasted that time. That valuable time that I could have been either by myself or building something with somebody else. I wasted that time because I was in a situation that I knew wasn't going to work and I tried to make it work. So, yeah. I think that's a big lesson because like I was saying, I was working on, you know, my when it's easier for me to retreat mm-hmm. and that's, what's comfortable for me when I'm something's bothering me. Mm-hmm. It's, it sticks with me. Like it does it. It's not like I retreat and then like, I'm good. Like, no, I retreat and I'm just keeping it there and it's stewing and I'm getting more worked up about it. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I hate confrontation mm-hmm. when it's not like, if it's like something like immediate, like an emotional thing, mm-hmm. I'll ride with it. Right. But when it's something that can't be like immediately dealt with other than like texting someone or calling mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. I tend to retreat. So I'm, you know, actively trying to put that uncomfortability out there and be like, this is bothering me. Yeah. But man, I, that's one thing I'm like, I'd rather just put that out there. And if they can't receive it, then I don't fucking, I'm not, messing with you on to, you know, keeping on with my own life or on to the next one or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm comfortable being by myself and I've been single for officially like nonstop for what, 13, 14 months now. Right. 
I don't have anything to lose. Like I got me, I'm yeah. fine. So yeah. if I let you know, like this is bothering me mm-hmm. then I'm not wasting anybody's time. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's free and it's still hard because it's like, I don't want to like ruffle feathers, but sometimes it's nice. Like, Oh, that's not how I meant that. Other right. times I'm like, I'm definitely going to come off as like, I don't know, not needy, but like, I don't know, bossy, I guess. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm not bossy. And if you come on, you think I'm bossy because I'm like, I don't like when you don't talk to me for a month. And then you're like, hey, girl, hey. And you're all up in my ass and constantly I for whatever like reason. Like, why you are you here? Talk to me for a month is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you would even have to say that to someone is like, yeah, that's not the one for you, dog. No. Like, it's one guy come back on my Instagram who, like, we talked last year for a while. And um, he, like, popped up again, like, friend requested me. I was like, when did you... I stopped following him a long time ago because it's just like douchiness. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when did you stop following me? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, okay, cool. So I let him, I didn't refollow him. So he, he, and then he kept sending me like dumb, like memes, like relationship memes. And I'm like, first time I was like, LOL. And then the second and third came a couple days later. And I just, I, I open it when I get to it, like a couple days yeah. and I just leave him hanging. I'm like, why are you here? I was trying to send you a message. Why are you here, dude? So yeah, I, in that case, like you already know, like, I told you, like, I don't right. fucking deal with inconsistent right. people. Right, right, right. So you can send me all the memes that you fucking want over Instagram, which is fucking shady when you have my phone number. If you want to say hello, text me. That is a beautiful segue. So, yeah. Or Snapchat. Like, why? Why? You have my phone number? Yeah. It, that's fucking shady. Immediately, red flag, shadiness. So. When they text you, Snapchat. <laughs> you send me some on Snapchat. Yeah, I'll purposely yeah, not open it. Like that's yeah. not my style of communication because that tells me you're hiding something from someone. Or even if it's a nude, the fact that you think what I would like put that out there to anybody else—that's mm-hmm. dumb. Yeah, I don't send nudes to you because I don't. We're not together, and I don't trust anyone unless we're together with like my body parts. And even then, you're not ever gonna get the snatch on a picture. You know what I mean? Unless you take it your damn self. So I'm not sending it on Snap. And I'm not sending it on text. It's not like you can't screenshot Snap anyways. You almost start screenshotting it just to give them like a rush. Like, oh, I should do that. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Life's a little entertainment. Like, oh. Yeah, that will definitely drop the heart a little bit. So, like I said, that is a perfect segue to our what is love. That is so funny that you said that because – Cue the intro. What is love? So, relationship advice. I broke up with my boyfriend because he wouldn't tell his friend to stop sending him Snapchats, which I find disrespectful to our relationship. Lady friend? Yeah. I don't know if I made the right choice. As the title states, so she's 23, her boyfriend was 24 when this was, oh, this was just Uploaded 12 hours ago. Oh, wow. So, as the title says, my ex-boyfriend is really close friends with a girl. Uh, uh, her name isn't important. Uh, who's 25. So, older than both of them. He also lived with her for the past two years. Only recently moving away to be closer to me, but we're not living together. Whilst living with her, he slept with Anna's best friend. I just said her name. Whatever. Um, do, Wait, he wh- slept with... The roommate's best friend? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. For some context, my ex and I have a history of conflict because he hasn't stood 
up for me in the past in relation to situations where this person, the older roommate, has done and said things to upset me. This sounds like this is I'm triggered because this is sounding familiar. Almost familiar. Trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> he will fight me tooth and nail as long as that means avoiding confrontation with her. Ugh. It got to the point where I removed her on all social media and told my boyfriend, she's your friend, not mine anymore. He clearly values his friendship with her a lot. As he should. He seems like he knew her longer mm-hmm. than you, but that's fine. I've told I've told him we can have friends who the other person doesn't get along with now. Okay. That should yeah, that could definitely be the case. Now to now to the issue at hand. Um so the two girls, the roommate and the girl he slept with, have been hanging out a lot. The ex-roommate has been sending Snapchats to my boyfriend of her and the other girl partying out or laying by the pool. <laughs> they're, sending baby, they're sending bikini pictures. That's fucked up. Um, I told my ex I feel uncomfortable with this as I feel um, the ex-roommate is, or and friend, as I feel... She is she is perfectly disrespecting me by sending those Snapchats. She obviously knows the history he shares with the girl that he slept with and how uncomfortable that is for me, yet she's still going out of her way to share these photos and videos with him. My ex, my ex essentially dismissed my concerns by saying she is probably just sending them to everyone and he personally doesn't find it disrespectful. I asked if I asked if he would ask her to stop and he said he said he doesn't want to want to feel as wait. I asked him to stop and he said doesn't want to as he feel oh he doesn't want to as he feels that we're ruining a friendship with her. He also said if I was going to get this upset over a few photos and videos, he would stop telling me when she sent them. Why would he say that out loud? I don't know. I then broke up with him. I've always felt like he couldn't set boundaries with her. And the fact that he blatantly said that he was going to start lying by omission to be to me sealed it. I can't help but feel like we should have spoken about it more and see if we could have fixed it and reached a compromise. Did I do the right thing by breaking up? That's so crazy that this completely tied into literally everything we were just talking about. We kind of answered this already, but whatever. So they're both wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will say, and I've said before, and you've said before, like Snapchat is just a shady way of um, communicating with someone. It's just, And there's a difference, but... You know, with her hanging out with this other girl mm-hmm. and posting it on her story. Right. And he comes across and clicks on it. Right. I wouldn't care. I'd be like, cool, whatever. Right. But the fact that she's going that extra click, clack, clack. Of sending to attach it. him yeah. to it specifically or extra wise, make sure he receives it and doesn't miss that on her story. For sure. It's petty. And I personally, I talked to him about it. And then if he was like, oh, it's nothing. I wouldn't have deleted her from my social media, first of all. Right. I would have been like, I'm right. going to call you up be like. Why, what's your obsession with, like, having so-and-so, like, why are you sending him things like that? Like, you don't send him things when you're with anyone else but her. Right. It makes no sense. Like, why, 
you're going to ruin your friendship with him. Right. It, like, are you hate hating on me because he left to be closer to me and he's not, you know, banging out your bestie anymore? Yeah. And you're just being petty about it? Like, what's the deal? Yeah. And if he can't see it, most guys are not going to see it that way. They're going to see, like, you're right. kind of reactive. Right. But at the same time, like, that's your friend. Either stop opening them and she'll get the freaking message. Or if you're going to be passive about it, of course, like me. I mean. Or just be like, hey, what? Well, I don't. A conversation needs to be had with care. all the parties involved. And that's not necessarily all together, but it's like, like, if this is the woman you want to be with and she feels disrespected, like, all right. First, you have the conversation with her to be like, look, it's nothing, blah, blah, blah. You know, what if if it is truthfully nothing. But you should still be going to this girl and be like, look, you know, I appreciate you keeping me in a loop on things, but such and such really has a problem with it. I don't want her to feel like there's something here. Um, let's just stop that for now. Or even you know joking about like, why do you keep adding Tiffany? Why do you keep sending me shit with Tiffany? I don't give a shit about that bitch. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. I've been there, done that. Like, I do right. not care. Yeah. Or like, like, just joking. Like, are you like purposely trying to send me stuff of her? Yeah. Is she telling you to do this? Like, I mean, she just joke about it. If it's she even said he, he does not want any confrontation or conflict right. with the other girl. And guys are very mm, about that. Cause it's not only just his girlfriend, but his other best friend, who's a girl, right? And he, they want no part of that, like right. drama and anxiety. Like that's just right. not in their genetic makeup. They just, right. They want to plus, avoid that. plus, to be completely honest with you, we don't want to feel punked. Like you're not gonna have me act out against my friend because blah blah blah. Like that's the thing. That could be a thing too. Yeah, I'm sure he's feeling like you want me to pick you over my friend. Exactly. And you know, I already kind of did because I right. left to come here, and that wasn't right. enough. Right. But right. at the same time, she should be a little, I mean, it could be the age thing, but she should be comfortable enough to know that if that whole, you know, Tiffany thing happened before they even got together or met, mm-hmm. like, okay, so you picked me after you already had her. Mm-hmm. So obviously she didn't hold your attention. Mm-hmm. And if she does, well, then that's, you know, your loss and whatever. I'm right. going to figure it out eventually. Like, right. obviously if she's like pushing this many Snapchat stories directly to you, if she were to find out that they were talking again, mm-hmm. I'm sure she would just love the pleasure of leaking me some screenshots and, you know, or whatever, have someone For else sure. doing it. For You're sure. You're going to find out. So I would be like, I would act unpressed about it. Yeah. But inside, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd keep an eye out. Yeah. And and that's and that's all you would need to do. Like She's got to realize that that friend is being petty and weird. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. There's There's... It, again, if you're putting it on your story, like that sounds to me like things that you would just put on your story. Yeah. Like why? It, why are they being sent directly? Like there's a reason why they're mm-hmm. being sent directly. Especially right? if you don't send everything directly. Like some people do that and they're gone from my Snapchat. Right. But, like they put on their story and they add it to you, and I'm like, why? I don't even like what? What? Yeah. What did you send this to me for? Yeah. Why are you making my wanna, phone go did it did it for wanna, some dumb shit? I want to make I want to like make that. sure you saw it. I want to make yeah. sure you saw it. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't yeah. do that. Like if I were to talk to someone, I'm gonna send it to you directly. I'm not gonna put something on my story and send it to you because if it's on my story, you're probably gonna see it. You're and if it's something eventually. that I want to make sure that you see, I'm gonna like just save it and like send it to you in a text. Like, hey, look who I seen. Right. Right. Like. <laughs> Oy. Yeah, it's got to be the age. It's got to be. It's got to be. And, you know, social media and relationships, we've had multiple podcasts about that, multiple conversations and all that good stuff. Like, it's a, you know, it's a thing. 
It's a thing. So I with this situation, um, it sounds like the ship has sailed because it doesn't sound like um she's gonna trust him because of his relationship with the with the friend and he's he's feeling like like you're trying to to tear me away from my friends. So the situation is just not gonna work. So that's that's pretty much it. But yeah, that's all I have on that. Any any final thoughts on boundaries? It's not not often that our relationship advice completely ties into a topic like this. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Um, Everything f- happens. Right, right, right. At time. At, at the time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's all I have. Like I am. <sighs> boundaries. Boundaries. And I will say with boundaries, sometimes it's good to check in with a neutral third party that's a friend. Yes. And um, or your cam, if you have a cam in your life. <laughs> and be like, Am I being psycho about this? Like Yeah. Am, am I just like tunnel vision with some because some things will hit you in a tunnel vision way if you've dealt with something before and you got mm-hmm. burned over it and you're mm-hmm. you know, trying to decipher that. Like, am I just traumatized or am I right to have a concern about this? Yeah. Like, I, I got friends help. that I could bounce stuff off of too, because I'm, I'm in my way. If in regards to situations I'm in, because I'm very nonchalant about some things and I don't know how I may come across or I may be looking too much into something or whatever the case may be. So we all, to your point, we all need to check ourselves and make sure that we're not too much into our heads. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. 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 It's a steady balance out there. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. All right. Well, that was episode 50 in the books. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a milestone, but I don't know. This is three years coming up in the fall. Yeah. This is two years, right? Yeah. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see what the Rona looks like. We should get uh, two new picks. This. So I think we had ours done get, years ago in February. So we should get two picks. That's, that's not how I'm celebrating my anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Our last photo session uh, I got a beard. Going the going thing out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that, that'd be Hell yeah. But yeah, we thank you all for listening. Uh, oh, we're still recording. Okay, then. <laughs> That's Lacey, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Cam. This was the What Happened Podcast. <laughs>